2: feeling about this welcome to episode 342 of blue harvest I'm your host Halls Burkhardt and I'm your host will Witten. how's it going buddy
0: Oh man, it goes well. I can't complain. The wife was home from work today, so uh, we spent some actual family time and we took the kids to Chuck E Cheese and uh, nice. then we went to Walmart, you know, and then you know came back had a, had to nap with the baby. But this I cooked dinner tonight kind of a feastly dinner.
2: Oh man, what would you make?
0: <sighs> this is quite the list. My uh
2: Excuse me, my family wanted
0: a bunch of different stuff. So the wife brought home some smoked ribs from the grocery store. They smelled really good, right? You know, they were made hot and they, you got them hot. But when you open it up, they're smoked and they may have been sitting there a while. They're dry, right? So I'm like, oh, dry ribs. What am I going to do? I'm going to save this. And I was like, let's like steam slash braise them for a little while. So I put some barbecue sauce on top and I pour some beef broth over that. And then I put aluminum foil over it and put it in the oven at like 300 degrees and i basically just kind of uh it's not braising and it's not really steaming but it's kind of in between the two and the moisture locked in there with the aluminum foil um brings the juice back to the really dry smoked meat you know between the barbecue sauce and the broth like it adds really great flavor softens it up i made pork chops in uh brown sugar honey chipotle uh sauce
1: Jeez.
0: and uh i made green beans and pan-fired green beans and garlic and some asparagus cooked in bacon fat and
2: uh what else i think that was it
0: i think that was everything I made.
2: nice sounds pretty awesome buddy sounds like you had yeah. a nice day with the wife and the family I did. I did. It was very busy,
0: but it, it was nice. Nice full day. It was so busy that it took Olivia until just a few minutes ago to go to sleep. She was no. not having it.
2: Man, one day she will appreciate sleep. Let me tell you. Yeah. She will appreciate it. Uh, she, has,
0: she has started to get better. I can knock on wood. Here I am saying it, but uh, you know, just a busy day and so much activity and... I think she had a cookie later than she should
2: have. Uh-oh. A giant frosted one. Bull. That sounds awesome. <laughs> right. So did uh how was the cheese? How was the Chuck E. Cheese? Did any of you guys win big? Win a bunch of tickets? You know, I hate to say this,
0: and I'm sure there are good Chuck E. Cheeses out there, but our Chuck E. Cheese sucks ass. I mean, yeah, yeah the kid won like 200 tickets, but they're all like single token rides, like mall rides, like... The airplane that goes up and down. Oh, really? Or the three seater carousel that spins around. Like, gone are the fun arcade games.
2: Oh, really? There's That's the weird. One,
0: there's skee ball. There's you can you know, shoot the basketballs. Mm-hmm. There's whack a mole, uh, and I mean there's a handful of arcade games, but they are old. They are out of date. They may not work. They're not. They're not even like good stuff. Not like you know Simpsons arcade game, X Men arcade game. Like yeah. nothing that would fun to play it's like zombie hunter amateur hour. oh i gotcha
2: like, yeah the last time i went to a Chuck E. cheese uh speaking of that basketball game so yeah. you know how um that those basketball games are usually side by side with the skee ball right yeah so jesse and i are playing skee ball right And the kid next to me is playing the basketball game. And dude, he is throwing these basketballs like his life depends on it, right? Just as hard as this kid can. And so I'm throwing, you know, I'm rolling ski balls, not doing great, because I'm not great at ski ball. And all of a sudden, all I hear is a thunk! And my vision goes white for a second, and my head hurts, I don't really know what happened. Well, what happened is that kid uh, bounced the basketball off the uh, headboard or the backboard or whatever, and then that shit ricocheted and bounced off my head.
0: Oh, my goodness. He nailed uh, me. What what are the odds? Yeah. It's a big target. I
2: I got a big old head. It's a big target.
0: I was thinking buckets today, like bucket, 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 nice. miss, bucket, 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 one ticket, one ticket. I was like, this, guys. And you know like you know how you pay – well, okay, you, this – you pay for a set of tokens. Like you want 70 tokens, 30 bucks. And then the machine just goes pew, 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 and spits out the tokens. And I'm looking at it, and I was like, that doesn't seem like 70 to me. I did not go through and count it, but I can imagine <laughs> – the shady business practices of spitting out mm, 60 tokens. And if you want to count it, well, I'll be like, Oh, the machine was messed up. I'll give you your extra 10. I don't know. I just <laughs> Chuck E cheese <laughs> is not as ballin' as I remember when I grew up. Chuck E cheese was fire pizza, the animatronic band, a ball pit. Uh, and like cabinet after cabinet after cabinet of sick ass arcade games. Like, you know, all the great arcade. I remember playing Simpsons and X-Men and, uh you know, like Gauntlet
2: and Golden Axe and Damn, dude. Just So I've only been I I never got to go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, right? So the only time I went it was Showbiz. Mm. There were two different there was Chuck E. Cheese and there was Showbiz. And
0: I went when there was a distinction between the two and then it all consolidated to Chuck E. Cheese. But
2: I gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? I've only been in like modern history when like a kid in the family's having a birthday party and Jesse and I, I go. See. Yeah. And I've only been a couple of times and man, Chuck E. Cheese is, uh, it's something. So the one I went to had, I mean, at least from what it sounds like, had a few more arcade games, but nothing great, you know, it had like a guitar hero arcade, maybe um, like one of the driving games. This um, one has
0: a fruit ninja screen. Oh, and nice. like a cruising USA.
2: You know what I want to do? We And we finally have one here and, and we haven't been yet. Is I'd like to go to Dave and Buster's. Oh, nice. I like a good fucking arcade, but who knows? I'd go to Dave and Buster's and it would probably suck. Who knows, man?
0: I mean, Birmingham used to have a shop in the mall that sold basically arcade games, pool tables, bumper nets. There you go. And it was kind of across from a sick ass arcade that had one of those Star Wars pods in mm-hmm. it, I think. Yep. That was awesome. That was an awesome arcade. That's the it, it that's where I try like 12 year old, which is what most arcades smell like. That's how you know it's a good arcade.
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't The Not last time I was at Bumper Nets, we made a trip specifically so I could play that Star Wars pods or whatever that last nice. Star Wars arcade game that came out. So buddy, uh, a little light on news this week. there was something kind of, I think it was kind of big that happened today. Um, so we'll go over all that. We'll hear from our friends, and then we'll call it a night. I took my sleeping medicine uh just now, as we are talking, so as Europe would say, race against the ambient <laughs> as Europe would say, it's the final countdown. um so before we get into the, all that, listen, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. If you really enjoy the show and you want to support us for as little as $3 a month, you can check out the Blue Harvest Patreon page. And you go, you sign up, you get access to our RSS feed where we post all the bonus podcasts that we produce for the Patreon. Uh, The latest episode up on Patreon is a brand new episode Cooking with Will. Yeah, boy. Talking about brunch. This week's
0: episode, brunch.
2: Uh, I got to tell you, man, you have a pretty dedicated Cooking with Will fan base. There is always here some excitement when a new Cooking with Will goes up. So, just so you know, there's people out there that really enjoy it. Um, Besides that, next week... I,
0: I enjoy making them.
2: Yeah, you're really good at it. Uh, next week we have a brand new episode of Oh No, It's Hall Solo where I'll be talking about the first episodes of Moon Knight and the Halo TV series. Um, figured I'd try something a little different. Um, we also have Jaws with me and Jesse, Star Wars Year by Podcast with our buddy Steel. Uh, Podula Rosso with Emily Lind, Masters of Harvest Cosie with King Tom. Uh, immediate reactions to *The Mandalorian*, *Book of Boba Fett*, and *The Bad Batch*. Uh, I know I'm missing stuff. Blue Harvest Adventures. Um, and lots more. So, if you're interested, Patreon.com/slash Blue Harvest Podcast, and we give a big shout out. To all our patrons, you guys are the best, and we have picked up a couple uh, extra patrons the last week or two, so big shout-outs to you guys, too. Thanks for coming on board. So, buddy, 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 Chuck E. Cheese was a disappointment.
0: I mean, you know, the kids loved
2: it, so that's... So that's really what matters, right? you
0: know me, like, you know, that's what matters. I'm being a snob. But you, that's you
2: know. Well, you know just what,
0: me remembering my youth.
2: You know what? Uh, I don't think will be a disappointment. At least I hope not. It's the Obi Wan Kenobi series coming to Disney Plus this oh. May. So, um, I'm not quite sure why. I don't know exactly what the reasoning is behind this, but today they announced that the release date for Obi Wan is changing. So originally. It was set to release on Wednesday, May 25th of this year. And today they announced that it was going to move from that date till two days later, May 27th, on a Friday. Um, And along with that announcement, they also said that the first two episodes will be premiering on that day. So it's moving back a couple of days, but in exchange, we're getting two episodes instead of one. Um, not quite sure what the deal is with moving it. Um, maybe it's, it has something to do with the fact that that's during celebration. I don't know. Cause that will be the Friday of celebration that, uh, it ends up. Um, coming out on and before it was going to be like the Wednesday before celebration. Yeah. I don't know if celebration really has any bearing on that or what, but it is interesting. And from what I understand, the rest of the series from then on will be premiering at its normal time on Wednesdays. Okay. So it's only going to be on Friday for that day.
0: Maybe Friday releases have larger potential viewerships because it's not a work night for most people?
2: Yeah, I don't know. If that was the case, you think they would maybe just keep it on Friday. Yeah. I was trying to think if they have something else. Hold on. When is... Um, I was trying to think if they have something else that was going to be airing. I kinda of feel like we might have talked about it even. Um uh, that they would have some there would have been some sort of crossover.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, let's see. No, so Miss Marvel yes. doesn't start till June eighth. Hmm. I don't know, buddy. It's weird. I don't know what the deal is. I've been trying I've been thinking about it all day today and trying to figure out what the thinking was behind that. And it makes me I don't know. Like it seemed kind of poetic that the first episode would debut on the 25th, which is the 45th anniversary of Star Wars and the introduction of the character of obi-wan kenobi into pop culture right yeah i don't really know maybe celebration is it maybe they want like yeah maybe they want to have the big thursday panel be an obi-wan panel and maybe even show the episode yeah you know that's that's not um I don't think that's necessarily out of the realm of possibility. I know in the past when they've done the panels for some of the animated shows, specifically Rebels and Resistance, they've shown episodes there. So, yeah, I guess that could be it maybe. I'm starting to wonder like what is going to be what what all are we looking at seeing or hearing about at uh Celebration this year? Like <clears throat> because when Obi-Wan was set to Debut before Celebration, I wondered if they would do a panel for Obi One, right? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they'll probably do like a 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones panel. Um, they did a 20th anniversary for Phantom Menace back in 2019 at Celebration Chicago. <laughs> um, and then I would think that there will be a Mandalorian season three panel of some sort and a Cassian panel of some sort, since those are both coming fairly soon, you know, within a year or so Cassian's probably going to be in like August ish, August, September if I had to guess. So yeah, I I don't really know. Um, I would think maybe there'll be a bad batch panel talking about the next season. And then there's so much other announced stuff that's in the works and then stuff that's not announced that's in the works that there's rumors out there about, Uh, you know, a good example would be that tales of the Jedi that we still don't know what that's all about. Um, there's the acolyte there's, uh, supposedly there's some super secret fucking, um, live action show that's going by the production name grammar rodeo that's about to start um shooting there's ahsoka there's all this stuff so <laughs> there's a potential that we could finally hear some stuff about some of these things and that could be pretty cool
0: that is cool i just wondered if Emphas nest would show up between obi-wan and cassian
2: I I don't know. I really hope they do something with that character, right? Like,
0: yeah. I mean, the actress is aged,
2: you know. Yeah,
0: a um, good bit from the solo release. She was the villain in the Winter Soldier
2: and the Falcon. She sure was. Um. So, hmm, let's think here. Does it? With Cassian. I mean,
0: it makes least sense for Obi-Wan. Right. Like, I mean, it, it makes more sense for Cassian.
2: Yeah, with Cassian, you know, most likely dealing with rebellion stuff. And, you know, they kind kind of seem to make it seem like um Infos Nest was like sort of an early rebel against the Empire. Right. Right. That might make some sense. That'd be pretty fucking cool, I think.
0: You could kind age her fun. up a couple of years and send her off with Ahsoka and uh, uh the Mandalorian lady Sabine. to find Sabine to find.
2: Yeah. Uh, I really hope they do something more with that character because the actress is great. The costume design is so fucking sick. It's one of my favorite costume designs of, badass. Yeah, of the Disney era of Star Wars. So, yeah, it'd be really cool if they do something with her. I don't know. I would be down for her to get her own series.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. A, an Infos Nest limited series would be kick-ass. And the you Cloud could have writers. another entanglement with, with Han
2: Solo. Yeah.
0: You know? Uh, well, Alden Ehrenreich and
2: uh, Donald Glover back. Speaking of Donald Glover, we've been talking about it. It's come up a couple of times in the last month or so. The grammar Rodeo. Yeah, I don't know. Some people seem to think and it's, I haven't really been following it super closely, this whole grammar rodeo thing. Some people seem to think it might be High Republic related in oh, some that way.
0: Makes sense, I guess.
2: Um you know, anyway, about Lando no, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> Grammar Rodeo isn't one of those um, production code names that really jumps out where I'm like, oh, shit. I know exactly what that is.
0: Yeah, right. I, I thought about it for a second. And I was like, I can't place what that might reference.
2: Yeah. Um, but speaking of Lando, so we've kind of wondered, like, what's going on with the Lando series? It was announced yeah. at the Disney investors meeting a couple years ago. Um, and the guy who was announced for that has been Signed on for some other stuff. Now, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that he can't also do Lando, but it makes you wonder like what kind of uh, scheduling conflicts could arise from that, right? right? Um. But this week, Donald Glover himself was on Jimby Kimball. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimby Kimball. He was on Jimmy, Jimmy. Kimball jimby kimball um uh he was on jimmy kimmel promoting the third season of atlanta that's airing right now (coughs) and towards the end of his segment jimmy kimmel sort of sneakily tried to um sneak in a question about the lando series for disney plus and man donald glover unsurprisingly played it real fucking cool where he didn't give anything away. He kind of laughed and went along with it. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of saw it as him somewhat being like, yeah, it's happening. Was it like a wink and a nod? Yeah, kind of. I got that vibe a little bit from it, but I could be very wrong. He, I will say this. He didn't straight up come out and say, no, I'm not doing that. But he also didn't come out and say, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing that soon. Um, you know, If he, he hasn't
0: said, they haven't asked me to, and I totally would, then odds are they probably already have, and he, he is. You know? Yeah,
2: that's what I'm hoping. I think uh, he definitely um, deserves to play that character some more, because he did a really good job with it in Solo. Um, Agreed. And what I think it would be kind of neat, I don't know, like... In concept, I think it would be really cool, but I wonder how it would actually be in in uh, execution if it was like Billy D. Williams as older Lando, sort of doing the introduction or the narration, A talking Wonder yeah, Years action, yeah, sort of talking about <clears throat> you know adventures in his youth, and then we get Donald Glover as Lando. I think that'd be, I mean. I think it would be cool but man you got to be real careful of how you do that in star wars um to pull that off yeah. um so something interesting so you know when was it back during the game awards um they announced a new star wars game from quantic dream called star wars eclipse and it had like really intriguing trailer and it was going to be set in the high republic era and i was familiar with quantic dreams i had played a couple of their games and i thought like they're interesting they're all right but it's nothing to write home about right right a little weird graphically pretty impressive <clears throat> but uh i also knew when i saw it i was like something in the back of my mind like I can't recall exactly what is fucked up about either this video game studio or the head of the studio or something something is I remember some sort of thing related to David Cage specifically the head of the studio and then of course <laughs> it all starts coming out people start bringing it all back up um all these horrible accusations of what a piece of shit david cage is and what a horrible um horrible uh studio quantic dreams was to work for because of david cage and you know people very quickly were like i don't care how good this game looks like we don't want this dude making a star wars game which i totally get right and there was like this it was really cool to see like this um sort of grassroots hashtag hashtag blackout star wars eclipse start and it got some traction like i saw several major games publications uh run stories about it and stuff and it you know re-brought up all this stuff about david cage (laughs) and i decided like we're not gonna give this game attention on the show right like Right. there's not a lot I can do about who's developing a star Wars video game besides like voice that I would prefer this dude not be involved. And secondly, like we're not like, cause at the end of the day, like in some ways podcasting about just about anything, star Wars, video games, sports, whatever is kind of free advertising for what you're talking about. Right. Like right. you have a certain audience, the audience tunes in and maybe you're raving about Lego star Wars. And they're like, I, I don't know. I wasn't pick- thinking about picking up Lego star Wars, but these guys said it was cool. I'll pick it up. Right. And right. for instance, Steve and I uh, over on the high potion podcast have seen a couple of people pick up Elden ring because of us raving about it. Um, right. I wonder if they regret that choice. <laughs> Not because the game is bad, but it's very hard. (laughs) Well, anyway, so I decided, like, nah, we're not going to give it any fucking quote-unquote free promotion. Because I just didn't feel right about it. But something happened this week, and we'll see how this goes. Because in the interim, since that all started and today, there's been a lot of stories about the troubled development already of Star Wars Eclipse and the management of the studio and things like that. Well, apparently, and this is just a rumor as right now, a company by the name of NetEase is looking to outright buy the studio Quantic Dream. Uh, NetEase is a Chinese internet technology company and they purchased a minority stake in Quantic Dream back in 2019. Um, And it seems like they are looking to fully take over the company.
0: Hostile takeover.
2: I don't even know if it's hostile. What I think happened, and this is 100% speculation, is David Cage is such a fuck-up and such a shithead that he got this studio that he runs into a position where he doesn't have much choice, but to try and sell the studio. (laughs) Like you see what I'm saying? It's only going to be
0: profitable under someone else's management under than himself. Right. A kind of a Papa John situation.
2: Right. Or, you know, one of the biggest gaming stories of this year so far is Microsoft planning to acquire Activision, right? Um, Activision would not have been in the position to be bought if they didn't have so much bullshit going on behind the scenes in the studios and with their right. leadership. if they had been fucking cool and not treated people like shit, um I don't think if if Microsoft wanted to buy them it would have been probably way more than eat the already astronomical crazy fucking price they're spending on Activision the,
0: yeah. Yeah, they would have been a solid company without a tarnished reputation and they wouldn't be selling for what they're selling for.
2: Right. I mean, it's not like Activision had the best reputation. You know, they hew pretty closely to your EA when it comes to sort of public opinion previous to this. Um, And that goes up and down, right? Like, when it's just the quality of games or um, shady microtransaction practices or whatever it may be, um, that opinion can go up and down. But when you find out like there's really horrible shit going on behind the scenes, that's like a real blow. <clears throat> so I don't know anything about NetEase. I'll be one hundred straight up, one hundred percent straight up with you. So I don't know if NetEase acquiring quantric dream is a good thing or a bad thing. I would have to think that if they acquire them and in the process tell fucking David Cage to hit the dusty trail, then that's probably good. But it's uh, at
0: least potential for a fresh start.
2: Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, And hopefully uh, the potential for the employees at Quantic Dream to be treated better and, and have a better work environment. <laughs> Once again, this is all just a rumor. Uh, it's not official or anything, but um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's I'm not ready to say, like, okay, man, it's time to get fucking re-excited about Star Wars Eclipse. It's still a wait-and-see thing, because
0: you're just saying change is on the wind
2: apparently and who knows it, it could be the situation where they buy the studio and they leave david cage in charge of everything you know as, right. sort, as sort of then an employee of net instead of the owner of the studio <clears throat> but something i thought was interesting um, to see come up um,
0: usually when a brand has become toxic because of one person They usually sever the person, maybe even with a golden parachute. But, you know, the brand trumps the person at that
2: point. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, to use the, even though this is way smaller scale, to use the Microsoft Activision thing, um, it became very clear that one of the biggest problems at Activision was Bobby Kotick. The Head of Activision, and when Microsoft announced their intention to buy Activision, and I say that because I don't think it will, but there's still always the chance that that deal deal won't go through because it's so huge and there's going to be regulatory concerns and stuff, there's always the right. chance that it just doesn't go through right right of course, <clears throat> but regardless of that um. When the news first came through, everybody assumed, well, like, oh, shit, Bobby Kotick is on his way out. Maybe we could see the culture at Activision and Blizzard and, you know, all the sub-studios under that banner change. Uh, And then it was weird. This all happened within the span of a couple hours of the announcement. Then word came down that, no, Bobby Kotick is going to keep his position, Then you start being like, oh, come on, man. Microsoft, like, get rid of the dude. And then within an hour, another story came out that was like, "Uh, no, not exactly. In fact, as we understand it, as soon as the deal is done, he's gone. So basically, in this time of transition, when they're working it all out, He's staying at Activision, but as soon as the ink, like before the ink is even dry on that contract, but when things are sealed and done and the money is paid, Bobby Kotick will be out. And just like you uh, mentioned, he will be out with quite the golden parachute, which is fucked
0: up. Yeah, That's the way. That's the American way.
2: It sure is. Um... So before we move on to voicemails and emails, I did have one more thing. Uh, so we've known now for a little while that Mandalorian season three is currently in production. What well, seems like that might have uh, wrapped up this week. Um, Carl Weathers, there's been some <clears throat> there's been some of the, I guess, different crew members and stuff posting about it being wrapped up. And I think they may have, like, I think Disney may have made them take those uh, posts down. But, you know, posting like their crew patches or shirts or whatever from whatever department they worked on. <clears throat> and yeah. then Carl Weathers retweeted one of those and was like, and what a, a great magical journey it's been or whatever. Basically confirming, like, yeah, production on season three is wrapped up. Uh, all right. And he said, And what a season of wonderfulness is exactly what he said. So, uh, interestingly enough, kind of seems like it's wrapping up right around the time Book of Boba wrapped up last year. Uh, Because I think Book of Boba went from like later in 2020 till about March or April, I think. Um,
0: Sounds like they found a shooting schedule they like
2: well it's not I, I just think that's sort of the schedule of things right so yeah. if that's anything to go by um, if the production of Book of Boba Fett is anything to go by I do think it's pretty likely that Mandalorian season 3 will premiere before the end of this year maybe even like right before the end of the year just like Book of Boba Fett did okay <clears throat> um, like Christmas time yeah Right after Christmas Mm. Because remember They were like Book of Boba Fett Is gonna premiere In 2021 And It premiered like Three days before the end of the year Or something (laughs) Like right under the wire Yeah Oh man Uh, You wanna hear from some of our friends? Let's do it Let's do that
0: Kia G.
1: Kia G. Key Cockhead! The only Jedi master who can crash box G-D. Cockhead! Running around slaying so bitches with his Cockhead! He's a big
0: Surian stud, he loves to split chicks with his pun
1: Key Cockhead! To so stroke his cone and suck on his balls Key Cockhead! What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be plump and spooge tomorrow. Cockhead, blue cockhead.
2: If you would like to be featured on the show through voicemail or email, we couldn't make it any easier on you. All you got to do is send it to blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com and you could be like one of these fine folks we're going to be hearing from this week. Um, So let's hear from Josh. Hello there, Haas and
1: Will. This is your uh, internet pal Josh Wright here. Um, hope you guys are doing well. I I know you're. You know keeping it. it uh, you know what. Yep. Anyway, um, I'm in need of some help, guys. I need some I'm Star Wars counseling. Um, I'm worried about the Bad Batch. Um, last I checked, it was not on the release schedule anymore. Um, there hasn't been a peep about it in quite some time. Um, and I'm worried. I'm worried that they've shelved it. Um, I'm worried that we may not get to see it this year at all. Um, I'm worried that they may end up um, doing to it what what happened with uh, resistance, giving it an, an abrupt, unsatisfying ending, um, or just uh, never getting around to showing that second season at all. So, guys, talk me down. Um, Am I overreacting? Um, When do you think we'll see the Bad Batch? Um, I don't know, man. Help me out here, guys. Uh, Take it easy. Stay healthy. Thanks for the great podcast, and may the Force be with you.
2: Oh, man. Um, I don't think you have anything to worry about, buddy.
0: No, man. I'll use my go-to Bad Batch joke, but D. Bradley Baker needs to build another vacation home, so the Bad Batch will continue. No, I'm just saying uh, it's a good, you know, they've established these characters. I think these characters are well-loved. Another season would be great. I don't know why you wouldn't.
2: I mean, it's already confirmed that we're getting a second season, you know? I don't see it being a situation where they just put it on the shelf, Star Wars Detour style, you know? The very
0: fact that Omega is a child and is genetically Boba Fett's sister, that has yet to be addressed, resolved, or she has yet to grow up. This character is going to be around for a while, I feel like.
2: I think more than anything, it's probably just them trying to figure out when they want to release it and stuff. Uh, Clearly, these release dates for Star Wars and stuff um, are pretty fluid, because They were like, hey, guys, I know just a couple weeks ago we showed you a trailer and a poster and we got you all hyped up about uh, May 25th. And then everybody was like, oh, shit, you know what else happened on May 25th? They released Star Wars in 1977. So I think it is just a matter of figuring out when they want to release it. Disney Plus has a lot of stuff coming this year, you know. Uh, obviously Boba Fett sort of kicked off the year and then now we're into Moon Knight season and then Obi-Wan and then Miss Marvel and then Cassian and She-Hulk and potentially Mandalorian season three and whatever else, you know, this is just Star Wars and Marvel stuff because that's primarily what I pay attention to. So imagine they're just trying to figure it out, figure out when they want to release it. Um, I think we'll see it this year. And I don't know. I don't know if it'll be more than two seasons. I would love for it to be because I enjoyed the first one so much. And I like the characters so much that I'd be down for additional seasons. Um, I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard nowadays, right, buddy? Like, Back in the day, if a show aired on regular TV, um, you could go find the ratings for that show, how many million people watched it, and you they they do do that for streaming shows, but who knows what that even like what it even means for the parent company, like how? Yeah. Go for it.
0: I was gonna say there are, Netflix has started several series that they just refused to give a second season to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, dude, like or I was
2: interested in that. Buddy, I don't know how many people out there were fans of a show called The OA. Yeah. On Netflix. But I fucking loved it, man. And they did two seasons, and you know, the first season ended on a cliffhanger, the second season ended on a cliffhanger. And then they were like, "See ya." We're canceling it. Netflix is definitely known for
0: Marco Polo. I enjoyed Marco Polo, and and maybe other people hated it. It was a long time ago, but like, I thought that shit was good. I was waiting for, uh, like you said, cliffhanger first season, cliffhanger second season. Then they're like, "All right, peace. We're done here." Like, dude, like, and the guy that plays Wong in the Marvel universe was Genghis Khan.
2: Oh, Um, really? Not Genghis
0: Khan. Uh, Genghis Khan Kublai Khan the one that dealt with Marco Polo interesting um,
2: I like that So, actor. like
0: it was good I do too he was really good
2: yeah uh, I don't really know buddy I don't it, Netflix does seem like unless Jupiter's legacy
0: that wasn't terrible I was a, I was excited to see what the next season
2: because that ended that.
0: on a cliffhanger before you had any answers
2: I don't know, buddy. Netflix does seem to be like they are becoming somewhat notorious for canceling these season these series before they have a chance to wrap up. Obviously, you know, if you're Stranger Things, you're not in that danger. But right, yeah, I don't know what the metrics are, what the what, yeah, the stats that's are. That's kind they, of
0: what I mentioned all those for us because, like you said, I don't know what the What's the bar? What's yeah. the statistic that you got to meet?
2: What bar is it that if for not just for Netflix or any of these? Like what how many views or whatever or n- new subscriptions cuz uh, does that pl- it's it's so complicated I can't quite understand it like it I try to think like, but nothing happens.
0: It does seem like it's a business model with the cancellation of the series it's more important to bring in a new viewer to be excited about a new series than it is to reward a current subscribing member with continuation of the story.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's, but it makes me wonder like how many views or whatever would book of Boba Fett had to get where they were like, holy shit, you guys, we have to do another season. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you know. There would have have to
0: have been a child character in it that everyone went gaga over.
2: Yeah, but it had my fucking Max Rebo in it, man. (laughs) That's got to count for something. It's got to
0: count for something. He's blue and adorable. It had
2: had fucking Tamora Morrison and his fucking immaculate fucking teeth.
0: It doesn't have baby eyes there is something evolutionary biological in, inside of human beings that when you see a baby something you instantly bond with it and want to protect it it's it's i mean when they put baby yoda uh, when they put grogu in there that was a psychological purposeful speaking of like
2: uh, maybe mm-hmm. i think it, look i get i totally get and i totally agree with your psychological like take on it I don't know I mean I and I could be completely wrong but I don't know that old Johnny Favs was sitting at the typewriter being like you know what will make this a smash hit because to me like if someone had just told me like did you know they're thinking about doing a baby Yoda in mm-hmm. a Star Wars show I would have been like oh oh, no. oh shit that's gonna be risky that is gonna piss some people off um. So what do I know? Um. I'll tell you this. You want to hear about a baby creature that I currently don't want to protect? Let me tell you a little story. Uh oh. So last Friday, real bad day for your old pal Halls. Last Friday, I'm uh tucked into bed, sleeping real well, about six a.m. Just recorded an episode of Blue Harvest a few hours before, you know what I mean? And I'm awoken by the sound of something scratching. And my brain goes, oh, one of the cats is scratching at the door. Well, actually, no, the scratching is coming from the ceiling? Is there something on our roof? Oh, no, it's not on our roof. There is something in our roof, something in our attic. And, uh, so someone came out and looked and, you know, me, buddy secretly kind of hoping it's a raccoon. Yeah. Uh, cause whoever comes out to take care of it, um, they'll probably catch it in a cage and then maybe I can at least see it sort of up close and personal. Probably be a little too pissed off for me to try to pet, right? Right. And you know I talk a lot of shit, my dude. I talk a whole lot of shit about oh, you sure, just yeah. give me the chance to be around a raccoon or a possum or a squirrel. I'm, I'm gonna make friends it with it. So yeah. Feed him hot dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna make friends with it. So um guy comes over to look at it and you know, I tell him, like, Oh, I wonder if it's a raccoon and he is in the in the process of like standing on something looking up into her attic and he goes if it's a raccoon you want me to help you get up here so you can see it and buddy when faced with the with the proposition of crawling my fat ass up in that attic and potentially cornering a very angry pissed off raccoon guess what happened that all melted away and I was like no I'm good Yeah. But it didn't turn out to be a raccoon. It turned out to be a family of baby squirrels. Oh. Interesting. Family of baby squirrels. Baby squirrels. And, uh. There's a hole
0: somewhere in your attic that needs chicken wire, mesh wire placed over Well,
2: okay. So, uh, then, um the process becomes of like, all right, who do we get to come out here and take care of this? Where are they getting in? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, and a company called the squirrel guys came out and hopefully I'm hoping by tomorrow they will, uh, get the babies out, take them somewhere. The plan is to get them out, take them somewhere that sort of raises baby squirrels for a re-release. Cause like, right. Ooh, I'm not. I don't want anything bad to happen. These squirrels. I love squirrels. I just don't want them in my attic, driving yeah, me crazy. in the Yeah, per- there's
0: a perfect place for squirrels, and it's just not in your attic.
2: Yeah, it's in my hands. It's eating a nice pecan from my hands. It's in, in the in trees. trees. Yeah, it's in the trees outside my house, chittering and chattering at me when I come outside, like talking a bunch of squirrel shit at me. Not, gee, 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 chee. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about when when you go outside and a squirrel starts like talking shit to you. Like, like, what are you going to do, man? Well, apparently what they're going to do is uh, claw a hole in her soffit. Yeah, that's what I know. I I know a new house term now, a fucking soffit. I know what that is. Uh Uh, And climb into her attic, make a nest and fucking drop some babies off in her ceiling. So that's been fun. They're safe in there, safe and warm. And then, so, you know, I get up at six um, or so make some text, make some phone calls about figuring out how to find out what the fuck's on our ceiling. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm going to maybe lay back down for a few minutes and rest up before I get up for the day. And I go back to the room and I can't really fall back asleep. I'm just dicking around on my phone. So I'm like, all right, I need to at least try. So I'm going to set an alarm for 30 minutes from now and they'll get up when that goes off. Set my alarm, set it down on my nightstand. Literally, the back of the phone hits the nightstand, and I go to like curl curl up and roll over, and I get a text, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe this is somebody about the squirrels." No, nah, it's my dad. My mom's in the emergency room; she can't breathe. Oh, uh, it's fucking awful. No. Dude,
1: yeah. I'm sorry.
2: Long story, short, buddy. You don't have to ask act like it's the first time you've heard this story.
0: I know it's just sorry to hear, like hearing that your mom's in the hospital. Like I know we've talked about it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm still she's out sorry now. that it happened She's out now. she's doing much better, but man, it was real scary. I was I'm just real thankful about all it of wasn't coming
0: in one day,
2: yeah, man, and uh, that plus everything else has yeah. been rough, my dude yeah. um it's been rough, but you know what's not rough is reading an email from one of our friends we just keep going well i just keep pushing on keep chugging along <laughs> best i toot, can toot. this is from utah utah dougie dougie um he says wild thought but what if vader had capture grogu orders crazy i know but thoughts anyway <clears throat>
0: It is interesting to me how Grogu could exist and his presence not be felt. Uh,
2: you know. In the Force? Yeah. See, that's the thing, man. I totally get that like line of thinking, but I think sometimes you have to play flat, fast and loose with that kind of Force stuff. I know. Because I, I agree. clearly the makers play fast and loose with that four stuff like right, right you know how like in highlander boy just playing the fucking hits what am i going to talk about next fucking blood sport one note ass i got three <laughs> notes right i got three fucking hey. notes those three notes are star wars blood sport and highlander fucking get when, a new personality
0: good, hey man when you, when they're good notes you play the hits
2: what I think the they're more like the acorn, brown e-board note e-board at this point.
0: You can uh, start a band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you know how like in Highlander, the immortals can sense another immortal? Like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes the force works like
0: that. Sometimes it works like that, and sometimes it doesn't, right? Sometimes like, it doesn't. Sometimes uh, it's m- the, the Sith have the ability to hide their presence for some reason.
2: Um, Funnily enough. So i i do think that would be an interesting concept of vader trying to find grogu especially Mm -hmm. since he was such a big part of the destruction of the jedi temple and somebody saved grogu from that i don't think like i've seen people be like what if it was anakin and mm -mm, don't think so anakin clearly said fuck them kids (laughs) Yeah. So fuck all them kids. Poor Saur's bandit.
0: Anyone that could rival his power at some point, he will off.
2: Yeah, um, but as time goes on and we learn more and more about the character of Grogu and their backstory, um, I would like—I would be interested to know when the Empire or whoever became aware of Grogu's presence somewhere out there. Yeah, And when did that whole thing start? Was that post-Palpatine? Was it pre-Palpatine? Because there's, between Order 66 and when we see him in the first episode of Mandalorian, there is a good 25 years or something. I'm sort of... That he was kicking around somewhere. Doing something. And I don't think he was just being experimented on by Moff Gideon that whole time. Or
0: hanging out with that little mercenary tribe or whatever. Yeah.
2: What was the deal with them? I want to know what the deal was with them. This is all stuff that they could talk about and explain eventually. And I think there is plenty of opportunity for them to do some real cool stuff. And, if at some point vader did become aware of grogu and was trying to track him down i could see that being pretty interesting
0: yeah i agree
2: all right uh next up we have an email from our buddy sam oh, 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 that didn't go real well howdy hauls him. well it's been a bit of a slow star wars week thus far so i thought i'd ask you about a couple of other things to shake things up. Halls, I know you're a big Moon Knight fan. Did you get a chance to see the series premiere this week? What did you think of it? And what do you hope to see in coming weeks? I know nothing about the character, so I'm interested to see how the show pans out. All right, so I'll, I'll hit this first. Uh, did you see Moon Knight, Will?
0: I haven't seen it yet, no.
2: You know how I feel about Moon Knight. I do. I thought the first episode was pretty kick-ass. Oh, good. Pretty fucking so kick-ass. Say,
0: your favorite superhero plus Oscar Isaac, I don't know where it could go wrong for you. So,
2: Moon, look, Moon Knight's one of my favorites. Yeah. But in the tier list of Marvel superheroes, he falls below Spider-Man and Iceman at the very least. Like, I like right. Spider-Man and Iceman more than Moon Knight, but Moon Knight is way up there, so... Yeah, the, when
0: we used to play the Marvel like team up games, mm-hmm. we used to always play Moon Knight.
2: Yeah, if Moon So in the X-Men Legend games, when we'd all play like four player co-op on those, I'd always play Iceman no matter what. We had friends that would like switch it up and level different characters, not me. No sir, not I. Only Iceman. And then when Ultimate Man all day. when Ultimate Alliance came around, and Moon Knight was an option, and Spidey was an option, and Iceman wasn't necessarily available, then yeah, yeah, I would switch it up. I'd mostly play Moon Knight. Um, I thought the show was really good. Uh, I think Oscar Isaacs, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Meyer, whatever you want to call the gentleman, Oscar Meyer. Um, I thought he's I thought he was really good not surprisingly I thought the costume looked really cool Um, and as far as what I'm looking forward to I'm going to be pretty vague just in case anybody hasn't seen it yet Um, I can't wait to see Mr. Knight that's another sort of aspect of Moon Knight's character and his personality Um, I think that could be really cool and i want to see how they portray because i assume they're going to at some point portray the origin of moon knight those are the two big things and besides that i'm kind of just along for the ride and happy that i'm finally getting live action moon Knight. i never thought yeah. it would happen <clears throat> all right and then he's got one for you buddy he said on the other hand will you are my go-to halo expert I also know nothing about that universe, and I saw that the new series is premiering on Paramount+. Plus. Have you gotten out, gotten to check it out yet? I was just wondering if it's worth it for someone who has never played one of the games. Anyways, thanks for all you guys do, and keep up the great work. Best wishes, Sam.
0: I would say that if you like... Maybe heavy, dramatic sci fi, Mm -hmm. it'll probably be up your alley. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out, but I know the lore of Halo and I know the feel and the world. I know the stakes um, between the Covenant battle and humanity. Uh, But I'm looking forward to checking it out myself. I know it's in a variant version Mm -hmm. of the Halo continuity. You know, it's kind of like an alternate timeline version, which is, you know, fine, perfectly fine, acceptable. Um, I'm looking forward to checking it out, I'll tell you that. I haven't had time to yet, but I, I very much want to. Um, but yeah, if you like you know, kind of dramatic sci-fi, it'll probably be right up your alley.
2: So I have seen the first episode. I actually watched the first episode of Moon Knight and the first episode of Halo in the same day. Uh, I was nervous about Halo, hence the fact that it took me almost a week to watch the first episode after it came out. I yeah. was a little nervous. I will say that I thought it was pretty good. It, I wish it had a little bit of a bigger budget. Some of the CG is a little dodgy, but Mm -hmm. the most important thing to me would be with a lot, you know, with a lot of shows or movies is the cast. Like is the cast good? Yeah. And I like a lot of the cast a whole lot. Specifically, I'll call out Captain Keys and Miranda Keys Uh I thought they were pretty good or actually really good Um, there's a character called Quan that I thought was really good now for Sam who has never played one of the games I think he could jump in and and probably enjoy it pretty well just depending just be prepared that you're going in and watching something that isn't necessarily of the same quality uh, as all these Disney Plus Marvel and Star Wars shows right? right now if you're a fan of the halo games and the story told in the games and tie-in novels and stuff i'd say go in with an open mind because it is like will said this is a different timeline from all that they they made their own timeline which the show fits into go in with an open mind and and just you know Be prepared to have some fun, but it to be very different than what you're used to story wise. And I think you'd probably come out thinking it's pretty good, is what I think. Um,
0: Before um, Halo 5 came out, there was this little I don't know, like
2: Forward Unto Dawn. Forward
0: Unto Dawn, yeah, Yeah, with, like, the cadets and Chief showing up. I thought that was great. I thought that was good Mm -hmm. storytelling in the Halo universe without having to lean on Chief too hard. Like, yeah, he showed up to make sure it was a Halo thing, but, like, there was story there without, and the cinematics were good, the storytelling. I, I, you know, like you said, the cast was good. The the little mini episodes they did for Carter 259 and the Halo Reach. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, movie, those productions were good, too. So, I can only imagine what this show is like. I'm looking forward to checking it out.
2: Yeah. I'll be interested to hear what you think. I'll say this. Despite several moments of dodgy CG, like, you know, sometimes we'll talk about a Star Wars show and be like, ugh, this one shot, blah, looked a little weird. This is more than one shot, buddy. Okay? Like, just be prepared for that. If you want a good idea of maybe where it falls quality wise think a step or two above a sci-fi channel original show oh yikes um above just don't like i said just don't go in thinking it's gonna be as polished as the star wars stuff or the marvel stuff that we're getting on disney plus however seeing chief show up in that fucking spartan armor And do his fucking thing. And use some of the weapons from Halo. And there's some other Spartans and stuff. Pretty fucking cool.
0: Pretty fucking cool. That's that's what I wanted to hear. As long as you see Spartans doing their thing. I don't give a fuck what timeline we're in. Spartans doing their thing is awesome. Because a Spartan is like the pinnacle
2: of Space Marine. And hey, if you want to hear me talk more about... Moon Knight and Halo guess what's already scheduled to post next Wednesday on our patreon that's an episode of oh no it's Hall solo talking about the first episode of Halo and the first episode of Moon Knight thank you Sam for letting me get a dirty little second plug in there patreon.com slash Blue Harvest podcast so I shameless. Think- <laughs> shameless man shameless or lame I guess lane. No. Yeah. We
0: generate the content for the people. You generate the content for the people. You might as well promote it so they can enjoy it.
2: Yeah, apparently. <clears throat> Anyways, uh that's going to do it for us this week, buddy. Uh that's it for voicemails and emails. We talked about some stuff that may or may not happen. The Obi-Wan's moving. Cats and dogs sleeping together, total anarchy. Um Thanks for recording with me, buddy.
0: Dude, thanks for having me on. Sorry it was later than normal.
2: Yeah, I don't it's all good, buddy. What am I gonna go do? Pretend that I sleep don't hear the baby You're squirrels.
0: Go, go do some sleep while the baby squirrels scratch. Hmm. We'll see. Do buddy. they scratch in the middle of the night or does it happen like at dawn?
2: um Different times. Sometimes it's in the middle of the night. Sometimes it's the middle of the day. They don't seem to keep a, a, a consistent schedule, these guys. They're not nice like that. <sighs> no. No. So, guys, if you haven't already, please leave us a five star review on iTunes. It really helps us out helps other people find us um if you enjoy our theme song please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music they're stoned cobra you can find them on itunes spotify and it's stonedcobra.bandcamp.com and then finally speaking of stoned cobra if you like video games like halo or Frogger or Clash at Demonhead I don't know man if you like video games Mm. and you want to hear me and our buddy Steve talk about video games check out the High Potion podcast anywhere podcasts are available and uh, I think I'll do it I think I'll I think that'll do it rather Uh, until next week (laughs) yeah shoot With the final (laughs) kill. Um until next week, this has been Blue Harvest and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be
1: with us.